Welcome to Practically a Fabrengen. Here's our host, Rabbi Mayor Prager and Menachem Poznanski. Practically a Fabrengen. Welcome back. Okay, here we are, right in the midst of Perak Tezvav, chapter 15 of Tanya. And this episode is a continuation of the previous one, but it's a, a separate point. So we separated it into two separate two different episodes. And where we're picking up is Galtarab is discussing this paradigm and dichotomy between the Ovad and the low Ovad, one who is serving God and one who's kind of operating from a place of what comes most natural to them. As I said last time, is my favorite. And of course, as usual, Mayer totally illuminates it in a remarkably new way. Hope you enjoy. Here it is. Okay, so what's next? So the next part is the is without Rebbe says what is the actual system? That's a very nice mindset. What is the, this? Is this is from the few times that he actually literally tells you a step what to do, and that is he he brings down from, from the Gemara that whoever that the difference that the Gemara talks about this particular pasuk, and the Gemara says what's the difference between an Eved Hashem and a Loyavid is somebody who learns. He, whatever he repeats what he learns a hundred times to someone who repeats themselves a hundred and one times. It's interest fascinating in a time that we never repeat anything. And if somebody repeats something, we get bored instantly. The, the, the traditional Jewish custom of learning was to review and review and review and review. And in times of the Gemara, they used to learn everything over times. The Mishnah they used to learn everything over a hundred times. I remember seeing once a from the previous Obama Trevor that spoke about the fact that his father asked him to learn a certain maimah 50 times. And he learned it over 50 times. And he just, he's trying to describe how it, it was a completely different maimah It was a completely different experience. When he started, after reviewing mm. it so many times, he, he opened up something completely different. So in other words, it's not just the reviewing part, because forgetting is a terrible thing. It's because you will see it in, in every time something else adds, 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 until it's like a completely different picture. In those days, everybody studied over right. everything 100 times. So the Gemara says anybody who goes to 101, that's considered Nebuchadnezzar Hashem. Because it's not the point that it's one. It means that he went one step more than whatever his or the norm is. And that is such a beautiful concept because everybody usually wants so, like you, before you, we were discussing about dieting and everybody's looking at, you know, all kinds of extreme ideas of dieting. Really it is, the real answer Tanya says is just take change a little bit. Every time, and then when it becomes a, the second that becomes available easy for you, you do a, a bit more. One more. One is 1%. 100 to 101 is 1%. You can't get a smaller percent right. than that. Not fractions, but it's a right. 1%. It's one. And always, and, and that's, and, and that's not a difference. That's a, 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 a huge difference between Eved Hashem and It's a completely different level. Completely different person mm. by doing 1% more. It's all about not staying in uh, nature. Nature is, is the world, not in the world of the Nefesholikis. And that's the main part over here. We're unpa- What are we really trying to get here? We're not trying to get to a better us. 
We're trying to get our true self. A true self is godliness. Godliness is infinite. So the only path that we can do to open up to that particular way is that any time we get to a, uh, a comfort zone, we move up one at least 1%. And by that move in and of itself opens up, leaves us that we're not a limited being. We're, it's all about God. God's infinite. And therefore, I am connecting to my spiritual, my true spiritual self. And that's where the real holiness is, is in the neshama. And as long as somebody's upping it every time, because God wants, and I'm going to, therefore, I'm just going to give even one extra minute of time. These, they usually learn until between eight and nine, they'll go to 901. Just, just something. Just, and then once you get normal to 901, it's fine. You'll go to 92. Everything in moderation. The point is you, you, you're not stuck anytime you, you stay in, 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 in boundaries, whatever it is, even if it's good boundaries. You're not opened up to the nefeshul kiss yet. Anytime you, you make any inroads in breaking through, you're, you're revealing the true, made the true Jew. It's beautiful. So many amazing points. This is one of the reasons it was my favorite, but you definitely illuminated something really powerful. So the author I've introduced is this idea of Ovid and low Ovid. And the question is, okay, so how do I become an Ovid? It seems like if I'm going to become the Ovid, that means I'm going to like engage in all sorts of very intense exertions, right? Which feels like very impractical, like very overwhelming. It feels like it's like too much. You know, like I think, I feel like anyone who learns this chapter or whenever I learned this chapter, it's like, it sounds amazing because it's validating. It tells me that it's okay. Of course, of course you, you don't have a disposition to like do everything right. That's good. You're an Ovid, you're working hard. But the question is, how do I stay in Ovid? How do I continue to, to develop myself? So the Alter Rebbe gives us like a very like achievable and very validating and very down to earth instruction about how to take things to the next level, which is take them to like a little bit more you know, of a level, which he takes in the Gemara. So that's like, it's not, this is not the Alta Rebbe's like idea. This is like, which is like completely illuminating for anybody who's encountered a Judaism that demands more and more and more and more. And it seems like it demands so much, like to hate Sadiq, Baal, to hate Russia. That's like a, a big deal. Why, you know, it's so, Judaism is so demanding. Yiddishkeit is, Hasidishkeit is so demanding. But then you open this, the Alta Rebbe, based on the Gemara, says, no, 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 a hundred, do a hundred and one. Just, you could do 101. You could do 1% more. That's that's the difference between Ovid and Alovid. Bain Ovid, Labain Asher Lo Avdo, is are you willing to do the 1% more? Which in and of itself I've always found is like very humbling. You know, like because in my fantasy, I want to do 10% more, 50% more, 100% more, 150% more. You know, if I get like, you know, I get, I, I get you know, an hour of learning, I want to do 10 hours of learning. It's like, no, no, it's okay. An hour, an hour is very valdic. That's awesome. You do, you learn for an hour. It's wonderful. How about do an hour in a minute? Me, an hour in a minute. That's not enough. No, it's good. An hour, a minute, an hour, and two minutes, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. It's extremely validating, extremely down to earth, extremely not like obsessive compulsive. You don't have to pathologize, you know, our spiritual journey, but like, it's just very normal. It's very like regular. It's very down to earth. It's very considering of the kind of things that were, um, that we're, that we're dealing with as people. But what you talked about was a, a, like a little bit more than that. Okay. But why does that work? Why is 1% more enough? 
you know, and obviously if I'm not pushing myself to my limits, then 1% more doesn't matter. If I'm resting on my laurels, then 1% more is nothing. But the point is, is if I figure out what I'm doing, right, this is the, the second point that you were making, and I'm really doing like the best I can, whatever that is, right, within within reason, right? And then I like up the ante just a tiny bit more, that 1% more. Now what I'm doing is I'm tapping into a part of myself that's above myself. I'm tapping into my neshama. I'm tapping into something that that transcends my physical self. I'm tapping into my nefesh kiss In a certain way, what I understood you saying, I'm inviting my nefesh Bahamas to to play in the playground of the nefesh kiss Like, okay, you could, you guess what? You could be more because the nefesh Bahamas, the material self, is limited. It's constricted by its reality. It's constricted by I can't do more. I can't. I tried and I can't. The answer is, well, that's because when you say do more, you hear 10% more, 20% more, 50% more. But what about just like 1% more? Like, just do like one less sin. You know, like, like, it's okay. Don't do like, okay, I hear, I hear you can't, but like, you'd like, you could like, whatever that is. I mean, you hear about these things in like Lashon Hara. How about just like, don't speak Lashon Hara for like an hour a day? Or how about 10 minutes a day? Like, you don't speak Lashon Hara for 10 minutes a day. And the rest of the day, like, I'm not saying to speak Lashon Hara for that, but like, for that 10 minutes, you can focus on that. And that makes you an Ovad, right? Okay, you got that 10 minutes down. Now do 20 minutes. And do like just a little bit, just a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, inviting yourself into a little bit more of spirituality. And by, and by what you were saying is by inviting yourself, you're not talking about inviting your nefesh kiss because your nefesh kiss is living there. It's inviting your nefesh Bahamas to like be a little bit more holy, to be a little bit more spiritual, right? Just a little bit. Like you can't push so far. It's like when you're like watching a kid walk. Right. So you don't like the kid starts taking two steps. You don't run 10 steps away. You just like move your hands like an, an, a millimeter away, you know, so they take a little bit more of a step and a little bit more of a step. And then you go further and further back. And then now you're starting to really develop other things. And then the other point that you made was like in learning. And I've, I've noticed this because a uh, part of what I've gained from, from Tanya in particular, but Hasidus in general is just like gaining fluency in tasks, texts, and not being lost and not understanding. I mean, I think learning things at depth is very, very holy, but also kind of gaining an appreciation for just the repetition of learning a mimer or a sicha or a chapter in Tanya, you know, a number of times coming back to it again and again, learning a different Torah and Hasidus, just to come back to it another time. And every time you learn it, it's a whole new thing. You have to be willing to experience it that way. Like, oh my God, oh, there was so much here that I didn't notice that the Rebbe was saying, or the Tzaddik was saying, that the Tanya was saying, oh, there's like a little nuance here. Like I didn't pick up the first time. and But it's only because I reviewed it. If I had spent like, you know, if I spent all of my intellectual energy breaking it down, I never would have seen that. But because I've developed fluency and because I've kind of returned to it again and again and again, and then like, I'm just sick of it. And then it's just, okay, just one more, you know, just, well, let's just, let's just review it one more time. Let's look at that. But I learned that Mimer 10 times. Let's see, maybe like, let's just do it one more time. And then you always notice that time is when you get like the most out of it. Like, it's just like, Oh, oh my, I, I, I realized I never learned this before. That's crazy. I never learned this Mimer before. I learned it 10 times. I never learned it before. It's remarkable because you're inviting that low Ovid, that low Ovid part of yourself, you're inviting the, the Nefesh of Bahamas to be an Ovid Elohim, to be to hate Sadiq, Russia, right? To be more, more than what it is. I d- also, one last point is that um, when you r- learn this part, you realize when Dal Trebbe starts Tanya in the beginning of the chapter, the first on the main page, he says, 
to get Kikar Velacha that it's close to us, Bederich Haruchur in a longer, shorter way. And we always ever discussing what's the longer, shorter way. This is what he's talking about. It's mm-hmm. one per, it's longer because you're doing one percent. But what right. you're doing is you're opening up an av- the whole point is to mm-hmm. engage the Nevershal kiss with the Nevershal Bahamas. The only place that the Nevershal kiss and Nevershal Bahamas can can join is in a place where the Nevershal Bahamas needs to be uh, coerced, so to speak, or invited or pushed. You could do one more. You can do like oh, every coach does that to anybody. And any, right. any this is a universal truth. As the mission, right. the Gemara itself gives an example of, of taxi drivers. This is a universal truth. And this engaged in Yiddishkeit opens up an avenue to the Nefesholukis. And that's why it's a Bader you're going to get there. Just it's wow. a Rucha. It's going to, you know, yeah, like, like God told you when they go to Israel, Ma'at Ma'at Argershana. It's, it's not going to be like Mitzrayim, it's not going to be Kriyas Yams of life. It's gonna, it's mat mat, little by little, but steady, yeah. steady growth, steady growth, because stagnation right. or boundaries, that's, that's the, that's the other side. It's not right, us. Right. And you find when you go too fast often in personal development, sometimes you're you motivated to get anywhere. Right. Yeah. Which is useful. I think in, in growth, it is useful to kind of push forward a little bit, but then real growth only happens, you know, when you like, settle back into that methodical pushing the boundary, pushing the boundary, pushing the you boundary. You just remi- you just made me think that maybe that's that's the point. When do when do we go that we I gotta lose fifty pounds in one week or something crazy? Right. That's because that's the Nevesha Bahamas. Why? Because its ego doesn't allow for valuation unless it's bigger than everybody else or better or crazy. But the Nefeshul Kiss once says, it's not, as long as you're on the path, you'll go good. Now, so in other words, to do 1% means you're humble. You're like, this is the way to get into, this is the way God wants, one at a time, so I'm going to do it. So it's actually when you, the the bigger ideas are not coming for your Nefeshul Kiss. It's just another version of your Nefeshul Bahamas perverting your, 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 (laughs) <laughs> Your ego and saying, oh, I could do so much more. Yeah, you'll get there. Right. One at a time. Consistently. Just yeah. get out of your zone. Beautiful. Thank you Be- so much, Mayor. It's beautiful. Be well, Manasseh. Thank you for joining the Fabrain. Practically Fabrain is brought to you by The Light Review. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe. We love connecting with you. Please check out our website, thelightreveal.org. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tehilo Nasanian. Thank you for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways.